Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Insane in the membrane. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane, with me, Rich Wilson. And today I'm joined by the brilliant Will Robbins. Here he is. Good morning, people. It is morning. I apologise for getting you out of bed. <laughs> no, no, no. I've been up for hours prepping. <laughs> uh, oh, really? <laughs> no, no, no. Nice one. How, how was Christmas for you? Have you had a good time? Christmas was lovely. I went down to a place called Somerset, which is where I grew up. I saw uh, some family. Yeah, some family. My mum lives on a houseboat down there, which was interesting. Um, That's quite a new thing. And then, yeah, I saw my dad and Mm. and a few friends. Amazing. Whereabouts in Somerset? Uh, My dad, I was born in Froome, which is... Ah. If people don't know, I say it's quite close to Glastonbury. Uh, so about 20 yes. minutes, yeah, 20 minutes, 20 minutes drive from Glastonbury. So yeah, I spent a lot of time. I know to... exactly where you are. Yeah. My, um, my, my mother-in-law lives in, uh, Shepton Mallet. So we were down there the other day when it was all the crazy flooding. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Shepton Mallet. I'm, I'm, I grew up very close to that town. We used to call it shit and smell it because it was a bit of a shit <laughs> I that's what I love about human beings even though we're like we're, we're so you know we've progressed with technology and everything else there's all those there's always all those little rivalries between neighboring towns that's still that tribal thing there's definitely that still yeah is. the the town you know five minutes from the town that I grew up in they were just like arch enemies for no reason whatsoever we're like you can't <laughs> hang out with them they're from Castle Carey and we're from Bruton um, very bizarre behaviour. Yeah. <laughs> I think I don't know if it's because maybe there isn't there wasn't a lot as much going on when we were younger. I don't know, especially when I was younger. I think there was a lot more time to have hatred for the next town because there wasn't yeah. much else to do. We so, didn't know, you know any different, and we had to create problems because that was fun. We're like, oh no, no, we don't like them. We can't hang out with them. They're, they're from the different school. You know that was a big thing as well. Different schools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no yeah, yeah. It makes no sense at all. It's it, when you really break it down. When you really, what was funny about that, the, like the rival school things, that I had mates in the rival school, so they'd all be like, oh, "We're going to meet them in the park, mates? and we're going to do." Yeah, but we never sort of. It was like outside of school, we'd see each other, 
and, and they were like, oh, yeah, we nearly kicked off the other day. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, did you go? I'm like, no, no, I never went down. I didn't want to get my head punched in. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's it was bizarre. ridiculous, really. I, I remember the, the school sent us a letter round when the fun fair came to town, or, or when the fun fair came to the next door town, then they sent us all a letter saying, do not go. Because it always kicked off when the fun fair was there. Oh. Um, that's where all the fighting would happen. I would obviously not get involved in any fighting. I'm not built for fighting, but um, you know, lots of my mates would. Um, yeah, we've got an official letter saying "Do not go." Wow, we sh- we should have done because yeah, that when the fun fair used to come to our town, it always used to the, the local pubs would be sort of tricky places to go. It would be. It would just be, yeah, yeah, just that air of, oh, this is not going to be good. It's not fun, the irony. <laughs> it's not fun fair, it's unfair fair. Yeah, it's terrifying sometimes. <laughs> and no disrespect to anyone that works at the fun fair, we're not, we're not slagging you off. We're just no, talking about our experiences about when we were growing up. Yeah, it's our problem. Um, yeah, so we, it's our problem. We were down in the yes. Yeah, so I went down the other day to Shepton Mallet when had with the crazy rain, and yep. uh, oh my god, I didn't realise it was it could be that bad down there. What happened was we were, were cars getting swept away and stuff. Oh, it was it was like that, like rivers, like you like actual rivers. Roads have become rivers, and they were boarding up. I, I, I remember getting into town into Shepton Mallet, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna I'll let. Because we've just had a little baby. So I was like, Kate and Kate and her mum, they can have the baby and they'll just sit for a bit. And, you know, and I thought, I'll just, I'll just walk around the corner to the to the pub. I'll have a pint while they're doing that. And I was like, oh, my God, you can't go out. This is nuts. <laughs> it's just, <clears throat> it was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't remember people, it being like that when I was when I was younger. I don't think we can handle it. British country. We, we can't handle any sort of severe weather change. Whether it's cold, whether it's wind, whether it's no. water, we just crumble. And we're like, we we didn't expect this, and yeah, we're just unprepared. And it's mad when you hear about people actually, you know, losing their lives. They're like, oh, we lost two people in that flood. It's yeah, just not a fun topic, yeah. but yeah. No, but I know what you mean, and it's it for some reason we have this. I don't know if it's a British thing where we just assume that the sun's always shining on these on these aisles. You know, but it's, it's not. The weather's, we're living on an island and the, the weather changes within an hour of itself. So we're not prepared for any of it, as you said, you know. But we'll, like, I remember Brendan Dempsey, and I've said this before, Brendan Dempsey said, this is a place where we will spend 150 quid on a pair of sunglasses, but we won't, we won't spend three pounds on an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I like that. I've never bought an umbrella in my life. I've stolen yeah. a couple. I've stolen a couple, but never bought bought one. I think umbrellas—they're much like books. They kind of just float around. Like nobody really owns them. Yeah, they just and, float yeah, no around, too, and you find them. No one's too upset when they lose their umbrella. They're like, ah, it's gone. Yep, I was expecting it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just go. Oh, fair enough. That's 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 that then. And uh, I'm sure I'll find another one. It's just, it's not, just it's, not like, it's not. It's not like when you lose your 150 quid, uh, quid pair of sunglasses. You're like, "Fuck! Never again am I going to buy sunglasses." 
<laughs> oh man. So well where, where so you grew up in Froome. Yeah. And what was that like growing up in that small in a small town like that? I mean, I grew up in a town that was was not not too far from London, so you didn't feel too disconnected. I I loved growing up in the sort of countryside. Uh, I was in a small town, but it was pretty, you know, um, quiet down there. But saying that, though, yeah, um, I I really enjoyed, you know, growing up in the country. When you get to a, the sort of the drinking age and you start going to the pubs and stuff, you know, it there's it's so boring down there. There's just not a lot to do. So everyone sort of gravitates towards the pubs. Um, and then when mm. you get to a certain age, there, there, there is a lot of people. Do, there's just drugs down there. There's a lot of drugs. People don't know what to do with themselves. They discover drugs and they're like, well, this, this is fun. You know, we've been walking around in a field uh, for most of our childhood. This is something different. So, yeah, there was a lot of that. And, and, and I, I just felt like as soon as I hit, I went to college down there. But as soon as I hit, I don't know, 20, I was like, I had to, had to get out. I, I really wanted to go to a, a city like London, which I did. But, and, and there was no jobs, really. Once you go get out of, out of school, all of my friends were sort of tradies or, or, or had some sort of neighbouring job. And, and, I, and I wasn't built for that type of work. So I had to go no. to the city to look for an office job. How, how yeah. did you find it growing up? With, cause I, because, of your, because of your height... I don't know, this is going yeah. to sound clunky. I don't know how to ask. Do you find it difficult? Yeah, have you yeah, found it difficult? Have I, you found I, it difficult I think I, growing up? I think I got to, I was in school, primary school, and I was pretty much the same height as people. And then, and then people started having growth spurts, and everyone sort of suddenly shot up, and I sort of stayed quite a short height. I'm, I'm about 4'10 now. And, and I, I started noticing that, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm... I'm different and I was standing out and I could uh kids would sort of ask me questions and stuff and and, and mm. I think I, I I I did worry or panic a bit and that I was standing out from the normal bunch of people but I don't know I had such a everyone in my family is average height so I don't know it wasn't really spoken about a huge amount and I don't know. I think I must have been a bit scared about the future and in, is this going to be okay? But do, but do, do you know what? School, mm. Those school years, I actually had quite a good time. I, I was so, um, I don't know what the word is, but I, I had a lot of, I had a lot of friends and I was, and, and, I, yeah. and I was obviously the, the, the funny person and I was, I would make people laugh before they could even begin to sort of take the piss, so to speak. And, and I had lots of, I don't know. I think I made friends with the bullies essentially in in secondary school. Yeah. If there was like a, a big kid or or a kid that looked hard, I would just make friends with them instantly, and they would just bam, bam we're mates. Um, so there was a lot of that going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, in hindsight, in hindsight, maybe it was. I didn't realize maybe it was tiring or a bit worrying for me. But when yeah. I was that age, I didn't know any any. I didn't know any different. Um. And I, you just you just go go with it. I, I know, I've never had sort of depression or anything like that. I've, I've just been cracking on with it and sort of getting people on side quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you find so you don't find that um, sometimes people patronise you 
maybe like when they first meet because they don't yeah. know they don't know they've never met someone like you before so they, they, it, they don't really know so they try and overcompensate maybe a hundred percent i have noticed that and and people we are a rare thing you know people under five foot you know that, that, that that's a rare thing I'm, i've met a handful of people on you know short like me so even when i meet short people I, i'm i'm like oh oh right that, that, that there's another one uh, and then I, I should go talk to him or yeah. you know <laughs> even i act a bit even i act a bit differently so i completely get it why uh people would do that and, and i have noticed people uh it could be patronizing it, it could be treating me slightly differently and, and yeah that 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 doesn't feel good but you know, I have to put myself in these people's shoes. And, and then I got a taste of it when I, when I met another short person and I was just sort of just speaking, like asking all these questions to him. And I was, yeah, I, I was probably patronizing him, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that we're so, because we don't want to, don't want to offend. He's so worried. And then it, you know, it's, I, I do remember the first time I met somebody who had um who had uh, like dwarfism and I'd never met someone like that before, and yeah. I and I and I didn't know and I I did the whole thing where I you know I sort of crouched down to talk to him, and I felt, and it wasn't till afterwards I thought oh god why just why did you just talk to him it just it's it just threw me I didn't know I didn't know but the but the thing is it's I I think crouching down to talk to someone you know especially if it's a noisy place and you want to get into my ear. I think it's absolutely fine. Mm. And, and I think people do overthink these things. I think if you were coming from a genuine sort of like, oh, let's just have a chat, oh, look, genuine place, they would have known that. I think, um, you know, I've, I've had dickheads come up to me being like, oh, f oh, mate, you're short. Can I get a picture with you? You know, like that is not, not right, coming yeah. from a, that, that, that's not coming from a good place. So whatever they do is wrong just because, of their you know intentions but, you know some someone mm. crouching down to me and uh, just to have a chat that that's 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 definitely not an issue that you know they, they're just coming from a good place it's like yeah 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 it's it's as you say i think we i'd rather yeah i'd rather people will we're overcompensating and, and from for a good reason rather than yeah coming up and taking the piss so there is that. I think this with comedy because I've met so many different people from so many different backgrounds now. Mm. It really does. It really does help you with socialising. It's just the basics of socialising because so many people have got so many different things going on, or they're from different places, and so you just get used to meeting different people. And in the end, you sort of you get used to it, and it's a it's a wonderful thing. So I think this is what I'm always saying to people: like, go out and meet people. Go out and Meet your mates. Go and have a coffee. Go and do this because it will it will help you with your mental meet, health. In yeah, the long meet run. meet people outside of that same friendship group you had. You know, as a kid, you know that those people are probably great and that's all good. But get you know, hang out with different people and and, and like you said, comedy is great for that. It's such an eclectic bunch of you know. I don't want to say misfits, but you know, it's, it's a hell of a bunch of people from all walks of, <laughs> all, 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 all walks yeah. of life. And, and, you know, I, I, I sometimes look at, look around me in the groups I'm hanging out with in comedy. And I'm like, I would never ever choose to hang out with you, but I fucking love you. And um, this is great. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. We've talked about this before on here when we had the lockdowns. The one thing mm. I think that a lot of us comics struggled with was that we'd lost our little universe of because we don't not, not like you said not necessarily misfits but we're an odd bunch really <laughs> because of what mm. we do uh, so we sort of we found each other and we were like oh yeah my people and then that kind of got taken away we all got separated up and we were like oh shit I've lost. it wasn't even about the gigs it was about the fact that we we, we lost those connections that safe little space where we could be odd together yeah and um, what i love about stand-up comedy is you know we can be stood at the back of the club all all in a row of us waiting to go on and you're looking at the lineup and every single one of us is just completely you know different different background different you know shapes and sizes all different bits of shtick you know we're all kind of but we're all the same in the head in terms of like what we're working on and what yes. the goals are and and it's it, I, f I feel very connected to you know comics in in that sense and it's just it's a lovely sort of camaraderie and that yeah lockdown was lockdown was tough not having that definitely um but yeah mm. what got you into comedy what made you want to be a comedian so i i was definitely the funny one in school that was all i cared about was making the kids laugh couldn't give a shit about um education uh, not, I didn't plan it that way. That's just how it was. Um, I, I felt like it was very important to, 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 to have friends and make people laugh. Um, I remember that I was in mass once and Mr. Gillingham was getting pissed off with me. I had the crowd, had the crowd in hysterics and, um, he, he, he lost his temper and said, right. He said, right, that's it. Um, I'm sick of this. Will. um, if anybody wants to learn, you come next door with me and we'll continue mass. And if you want to stand here and listen to this idiot, will you stand here? And I think I pulled the bigger crowd than Mr. Gillingham. <laughs> I think, I, I think that, that was a little kind of like, oh, maybe I should uh, do something here. But I, and then I think I came to London when I was like 20. I worked a few jobs. Um, but I was always scared to do comedy. I always wanted to do it, but it took me such a long time. I was so scared and mm -hmm. um, uh, I couldn't get over the line. And I think it was, wasn't until I got into my first um, serious relationship and I sort of fell in love for the first time. And then my missus was like, just do it. You can do it. Go and do it. Um, so she pushed me to do it. Um, when I was like, I don't know, 27, 26 or something. And then, yeah. And then as soon as, as soon as I did it, just loved it out every night. And she was like, could you stop doing so much stand up, please? Yeah. So that's how it all started. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Isn't it? I've said this before, <clears throat> you know, you want you know you want to do it again after the first time you do it it's there's a there's a switch that goes and you go oh i'm going to this is what i'm going to do now whether it mm. went badly or or well you go i'm doing that again and it yep. just it, it, it ignites something within you and then i'm 20 years in now i'll be 20 this my 20 if you, it, i i started 20 years ago in october and Amazing. it was only recently I've gone fucking hell 20 years. I've just been, because I've been so focused on like the next gig, the next gig, the next gig, it's just flown by because of yeah. that initial switch getting switched on. 
20 years. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Are you doing Edinburgh this year? No, no. Yeah. We just had a baby, so... Oh, yeah, nice. Congrats. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, yeah, I, obviously, I didn't expect to be a dad again, but here we are. And uh, he's a little smasher. Um, although, all we do is put fluid in him, and all happens is fluid comes flying out of him. And, you know, if you had a car like that, you'd scrap it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that in. All the the lights are on, flashing. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just going, oh, maybe I'll just sell him for parts. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> but here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, are you doing Edinburgh? Um, I, I, I'm sort of, pr- uh, tr- yeah, trying to get a venue at the moment. Um, I would love to do it. I'd love to do my first hour. Um, but, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to get a venue see, and see where I go. I've booked into lots of festivals this year, um, smaller festivals. But, yeah, we, we, we'll see. I'm... Um, yeah, we'll work it out. If I get a good venue, I'll, I'll be up for it, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you said earlier that, you know, you, you grew up with good friends and, and things like that. So you, you strike me as someone who's very positive, uh, a very sort of, yeah, positive outlook, and you just sort of crack on with stuff. Do you find it, do you find that, is that the case, or do you find it? Every yeah. Again, you're like, oh, what's that I'm, obviously, I have these, the, the sort of, the, the sort of, down days when you're like oh fuck's sake this is this is um a hell of an effort life but mm. yeah I, I, i'm i'm normally I'm, I'm positive um I, I think i've worked out how to be happier over the years you know i'm early 30s now and uh for, for, for many years I, I would um i'm i'm definitely a people pleaser and you know from my 20s throughout my whole 20s it would be, I would be the sort of like quite sort of loud and like um, social butterfly and like life and soul of the party. And then I suddenly just got to about 30 and I was like, this is really tiring going out and behaving like this. And I don't think it's quite, I don't think I was being quite mm. myself. Um, and then I just got really no. tired and I, I didn't, I, I, I felt like I was putting on a, an act, essentially a show. And I sort of cut back on the drinking and and the partying and you know I would still go out but I, I just wouldn't get smashed and and my sort of old friends would be like, "Are you alright, mate? Are, are, are you alright? You seem a bit down." And I'm like, "No, I'm fine. I'm just not putting on a show. I'm just I'm a bit more relaxed and mature yeah. and, and this is this is me. I, I don't need to be that party boy anymore." Um, so that that was a big sort of um turning point for me and I've sort of like got into swimming and stuff like that and I you know I'm I'm, I'm leaning into leaning into being a civilized adult you know um going to bed early <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's the but, one thing know. that I didn't I, the, yeah the one thing that this has come up a few times is that sleep how important sleep is and love it and I've noticed now oh mate and I've noticed now that People are going out and having a, they're going out and having a good time, but during the day, this this old fashioned idea that we had to be up all night and then wait for the sun to come up and be smashed still. And people are there's a thing called it's called day fever that um, Reverend and the Makers are starting to do. These like these like day like discos. There's one in London I'm going to go to next month. And uh, D- yeah, day yeah, rave. Wow. I think you're done by yeah, I think you're done by seven. 
Ridiculous. But are people dr- dr- drinking there, or is it like a sober <clears throat> thing? No, people, they're drinking and doing all these things, but it means they'll be in bed at a reasonable hour. They don't have to try and find taxis at 4 a.m. You know, I, it's it's as it should be. I think that is brilliant. And, you know, when people say, oh, what do you do for your mental health or your wellness? I just say two things, sleep and water. It's all you need. You know, it's simple. But, yeah, yeah. late nights kill you. But are you, are you getting much sleep with the baby? <laughs> Um, not really. And we've had a tough week this week because we've, we had, we've, we had this gastro, gastric, gastroenteritis thing going around. So mm-hmm. the other night my car broke down on the way back from a gig. So I, so I rang and was like, look, I'm got the RAC are coming. Don't know where it's going to be, but blah, 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 blah. Anyway. So I didn't get in until half six in the morning. And when I got in, Kate said that she'd been puking and pooping all night. Like, oh God. <laughs> chaos so i got in and then sorted the baby out and yeah it's been this week has been chaos that's why i look like i've been slept in let alone having any sleep it just it's been awful but um you know it is it'll improve things will happen he's a chilled out little dude it'll be fine um but yeah sleep so important drinking water who knew who knew? Who knew? Right, it was it was right there in front of us, and both of those things are free, free of charge. <laughs> you could just do it, Will. You could just grab, yeah. you just grab some water, and you'll uh, be fine. It's, it's got, yeah, incredible. Drink and the it... rainwater. <laughs> mm. But I don't drink enough, and I forget. And then when I do, I, my body straight away just goes, yeah, that was, that's what we needed. That was yeah, the one. Thank you, thank you, Rich, for watering us. Yeah. <laughs> but you're doing great stuff with, uh, with Ben. That looks great. That's a really nice, I like it because it's, it's like very, it's called The Lovely Boys. And it's the lovely just, boys. it's like two mates hanging out. I love that. It's such a nice thing. Thank you, Rich. Uh, we really enjoyed doing it. I think, so. yeah, me and, me and Ben Cohen met on the stand-up circuit set about seven years ago, and he was probably the first person. I was like, oh, I could definitely hang out with you outside of comedy. And I think we, we were mm. living together during COVID, and then we were like, right, we're not gigging. Let's. A, a lot of people started to make content during COVID, and we, we were looking at the content, yeah. and we were like, oh, God, it's all just about about the news or it's all about covid or it's about boris johnson and and we 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 we're, we're not political at all um we steer clear no. of that of that and we we steer clear of topical things as well and we sort of we were like what do we like and we both said you know for instance both, both of our favorite film is aeroplane you know which is the king of slapstick yeah. and 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 you know play on words and and silliness like that and we were like, right, let's, we want to make sketches that are kind of feel good or wholesome or weird or funny. Mm. If they're any of those things, then that's 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 our that's our bag. What about doing that? And when he was like, yeah, I want to do that as well. So yeah, that it started in lockdown, started bashing them out, and yeah, and just kept going. Yeah, it took a while to get get a couple of followers, but yeah, it's going it's going well. We 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 still like we we love doing it, and and yeah. We're battered. We're we're, yeah. we're doing it, and we've got a Radio Four commission as well. So that's this year. Oh, well done! Excellent, excellent, excellent work. Well done. That's brilliant. 
because it's Cheers, mate. that's you know that's 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 what you want. You want to you start doing these things and you hope it goes somewhere. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I love really? it. I I love them. They and it. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say when I told my I told a couple of people. Yeah, we've got a Radio Four series, and they were like, "What? Most of your sketches have no talking in them. It's just silly faces and music." <laughs> so, so yes, we will be uh, doing a lot more talking, obviously, because that won't work on the radio. But yes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I think you should do it. <laughs> just do it as you do it. It just be silence for how long the episode is. Yeah, no one's, no one's doing like, that. <laughs> no, no one's doing that. Not for a long time. You should do it. 20 minutes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that. It's what I like. I like that. It's that, that those, that's, it is wholesome. It does make you feel good. It's that. Yeah, <laughs> the, 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 the best comments that we can get on our videos is, I don't know why I like this, but it's making me feel good or something like that. It's, those are the best comments when they, the people don't understand why they like it, but they just do. Yeah, it's. I think, but it's there's a there's a there's a comic at the minute called Joe Perra. I think I say pronounce oh, yeah. his name American guy, and I, and he's got a series on on I think it's on Adult Swim. And he's just this, he's just this lovely man that's got this little life in this little house in this little town. And every episode is him like, there was one the other day, he was lying in bed and it was raining <clears throat> and he was talking, talking to us about how to go back to sleep, things you can do to get yourself back to sleep. And he's got this really gentle little voice. And then there was another one the other day where he, he was washing up and he discovered they played Bubba O'Reilly by the Who on the radio, Big and then he couldn't stop listening to it. And he couldn't stop listening, and it was it was like this little man that had just found this mad song, and he was just like smashing his house up. But it's it was I, I was watching it. I'm like, why do I like this? This is just nice. And I think <clears throat> with the lovely boys as well, it's just it's nice, and it makes it's such an antidote to the anger. 
that's around at the minute. You know, the whole world seems to be falling apart. That's and lovely. I think that's, it's needed. Yeah. What you're doing is needed. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's lovely. You know, and and things can be just nice. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, if we if we cracked a, made someone sort of crack a smile, the, oh, that's a that's that that's a lovely wholesome thing. You know, that's good enough. There's so much crap out there, and we and we don't necessarily have we don't have a message. There's no message, but just be nice no. and be nice to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all, and that's such a wonderful thing in a world where <clears throat> everybody's having a go at each other, and 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 friends are having a go at each other. You know, I I had a as a conversation I had with a friend of mine that got really heated. We were talking about you know what's going on in 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 Palestine, you know, with mm. Palestinian people, and I was like, we were just shouting at each other, and I'm like, oh my god, this this doesn't help. This doesn't get anything. This doesn't no. change. It it's just em- means it's friends em- are em- fighting with each other. It's, emba- right? it's, it's embarrassing when, yeah, I, I've I've seen a couple of my friends arguing about it. It's just like it's not helping. Not helping at all. And you're going, <clears throat> and like to the point, I'm like, why are you shouting at me? Why are you shouting at me? I didn't do it. <laughs> I'm in full agreement with you. I don't think that innocent people should be killed. I don't understand why we're arguing. You know, it's it's so that's why it's nice. I think people now are getting to a point where they are looking for nicer things. They're looking for that escape, just that. Um, which is so when when your videos popped up for the first time, um, and it was like, ah, oh, this is oh yeah, I like this. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> what are these two weirdos doing, being lovely to each other? What's that about? <laughs> well, I didn't really know Ben, but I knew I knew you and. And so I was like, oh, that's, that's Will, what's he up to? And then I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's really cool. <laughs> My favourite oh, one nice. is when, that's nice. There was a there was one, there's a there's a clip of a car crashing and the driver gets flung out. And yeah, he ends yeah. up in, the, in a pool. That's one of my favourite ones of yours. <laughs> I, I, I can't even remember that one. Oh, yeah. I think you did it. You were in a pool. You might, you might have filmed oh, it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that, but, exactly, yeah. yeah. Fl- fl- um, a, a horrific car crash. Man flung out of the car. Turns out to be Benny, and he hops over the garden wall into a swimming pool. Nice. Yeah, and you just give him a, you just give him a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so silly. But that's what you'd want your mate to do. That's what you'd want your mate to do. You've had a horrific experience. You don't want to necessarily talk about it straight away. You just want to go, yeah, mate. Yeah, <laughs> drink. Cr- crack on. That, well, that happened. Right, let's move on now. <laughs> what do you make of the, do you, the, 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 the... It seems now the conversation, uh, mental health conversation, has been cracked wide open. Yep. And it seems like we're all... We're all doing it. We're all doing it. How do you feel about it? Do you think it's, do you think it's a good thing, isn't it? It's good that we're all chatting about it. And I, I, I think it's a hundred percent a good, th- a good thing. We're talking about it more. We're sort of um, allowing ourselves to feel down or bad or um, not a hundred percent. And and that's that's. I, I think that's a good thing. Um, you know, I you know my parents would never talk about that. You know, my mum, my mum might have had depression her whole life but it was it was never a thing it was never spoken about she might have just no. um been down or, or unmotivated for you know most of her life so i i think we're heading in the right direction um a lot of i don't know what do you think about gen z and and you know 
do, do someone said all of them have got a diagnosis is that because they've been on tiktok and they've um diagnosed themselves i don't know i, I you know w- will it go a bit too far that's the like like we like to do us humans we go a bit too far and then we rein it back in mm, i think that's it there's a massive there's always an overcorrection where like you said the generation before didn't talk about it. My, the, the generation before me definitely didn't talk about their feelings. Mm. And, you know, and then we started to, and then the next generation are now gone. They've gone, you know, they're, they're going way out and they're like, Oh yeah, we, I've got this, I've got that. I've, I'm, I'm this. And, that. and I think that's, I, and I, to be honest, there was a moment for a while and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, I was at comedy clubs and I'd watch a, I'd watch each comedian, before they'd even made a joke, they just list all these things and you're like, look, I get it, but write, write material about these things. Instead of just going, I've got this, 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 and this. And I was getting a bit annoyed, but then I realized I was only annoyed because I was, I was struggling with stuff. Mm. It wasn't them at all. I didn't have a problem with them at all. It was all myself. I was, I was fucked off and I was going through some shit. And then mm. once I had that realization and then started to really look into it and I started to go, oh, well, do you know what? It's, this is where we're at. As you said, we're now, it's it's the other way where we're all self-diagnosing and we're all got this, and we've got that. And then it'll kind of level out again, but it'll be in a good, be, it's in a good position and it'll be in a better position. It's just where we're at at the minute where the floodgates have opened and we're all like, oh yeah, that's it. Cause, cause we did, I probably, I probably do have ADHD and I probably mm. do have something else and all these, cause I've never addressed it. Just thought I was odd. And now, yeah. you know, it turns out I've, but that, and that's, you know, that's, that's what it is. So it's good. It'll level out. It'll level out. It'll yeah. all be fine. Have, I'm have glad we're been, having the conversations. That's the have, have you been for an ADHD test to see? Um... No, not yet. Not yeah. yet. But Angela Barnes keeps telling me every time. Yeah. I Angela Barnes, this is, this is typical. So I messaged Angela Barnes at Christmas and I said, uh, at a new year, I went, thank you for everything this year. She took me out on tour and I, with her and I really appreciate it. You've been so lovely. And then she yeah. sent me back a long What's that? that I have not read yet. <laughs> no. I'm such a fucking... No, dead. mate, let's read not it because it's now. Just I'm like, oh, I'll read. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get... I saw the first bit and I went, oh, that's nice. And then, I don't know, something happened and I got distracted and I went off. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. And, then, and now it's popped up. I'm like, I must reply to that. <laughs> But she'll get it. She understands. She's the one. She's the one person who's going. Rich, you've got ADHD. Stop. Just, just go and get it sorted out. So, yeah, it's good. I think it's, it is a good thing. I think comedians need to stop making it a personality, maybe. But I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah, hundred percent. You know, we're 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 headed in the right direction. I do sometimes worry because uh, it. I, I I do look after my sort of mental health. I try to and my body, but I just feel like there's so many things that I, like I could be doing, and it, and it's overwhelming. And I get sort of like panicked. And then yeah. on Instagram, there's all these reels like wake up at four a.m. and look at a candle for ten minutes, and then meditate, and then swim, <laughs> and then like <laughs> you know, if I did everything that I've I've read or seen on Instagram. I wouldn't have any time free in the day. I would just be doing 
you know, men, wellness stuff all day long. Um, so that's overwhelming. You need mm. to sort of like, you need to pick two or three of them and try and do them daily. Um, I, yeah, I just, yeah, it's just, it's just like picking what works with you and going with that and being happy with that or changing it. That, that can sometimes feel overwhelming. Mate, I feel like I've got ADHD as well. I would like to go and get tested. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I think it, I mean, my wife, bless her she gets a big kiss she gets she just laughs she just laughs she goes there's another there's a cup of tea in the microwave again and you're like <laughs> oh, yeah I, <laughs> I just yeah i just just i just there's so much going on i don't know that's the thing i'm like is it adhd or is there just too much now are there too many things to be doing and we just get like you said overwhelmed and maybe it's that maybe i'm just overwhelmed you know, I should it's, be up in the morning, lot. like you said, up at four, glass of water, 20 minute walk, come back and write your thoughts down and throw them in a bin and then burn some incense. And I don't know. It's just too much. Like you say, it's like, well, now it's midday and I've done fuck all. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, like you say, pick one or two glass of water. Brilliant. I, I think that water first thing. I used to do this thing where I'd go for a walk straight away. That's minutes, nice. I'd just go for a walk. What, straight out of the house? Come back. Straight out of the house, no breakfast, just just shorts on. Oh, wait, not even that. Just get dressed, out. And I used to walk around the park 20 minutes and come back, and then I'd have breakfast. That was a that, nice thing. That's a nice thing. Maybe you can do that with the new baby. A little 10-minute stroll. Yeah. Or it's, it's a hassle yeah. trying, it's trying to leave the house with a baby, isn't it? I might just chuck him in a bag. Yeah, put him in the <laughs> rucksack, mate. Bag. <laughs> <laughs> just have his head poking out the top and just like, and like it, Yoda. Yeah, and go for an aggressive jog around town. <laughs> people people shouting at you. Mate, your bag's open. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that open in London, you mad man. It's, things get stolen. <clears throat> but that's so do you think you think you've got you think you've got adhd you think you've got yeah yeah, going I, on? I, yeah I do think i've got adhd i'm i mean I, I will speak to a doctor um i just oh, i just yeah my, my head gets really busy and overwhelmed and like you said small things like replying to a text message can take a couple of weeks um but i i, I yeah. find if i just don't drink too much and i exercise um and journal my, my head feels relatively um unmessy which is which is what i try and do but obviously it's peaks and troughs mm, yeah yeah i think that's it is that that assumption that once you start doing a thing you're just going to keep doing it and sometimes it just doesn't just doesn't pan out that way i mean but again my wife said to me she was on and on about invoicing I'm like, I've done my invoicing. She went, yeah, but who owes you money still? I went, well, I just got it in my head. I know, I can feel it. I just know. And then there was a couple of times when someone paid me and I went, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, Rich. So now we have a spreadsheet and yep. all the information goes into the spreadsheet. And as you've just said about journaling, just getting it out of your head, it's, it just frees up so much space. Get it it's out incredible. the head. Get it out the head. She sounds great for you. She sounds great for you, mate. 
I think I've married an assistant rather than a, a wife. <laughs> yeah, you're a team. You're a team unit. That's what it is. That's what it is. But you said that your your mum's just moved to a houseboat. Yes, um, she sold her uh, li little flat in Somerset. I want to say two years ago, and she's bought a houseboat, which is it's it's absolutely tiny. There was no loo or shower on there uh, for a while, which no. was which was um, uh, a bit of a worry. Um, you know, seventy year old woman on a houseboat on her own, but um, she's got a. She's got a loo on there now and got a few bits and bobs on there. Um, but, yeah, she, she's happy on there. I don't know how long she'll be on there for. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a bohemian, bohemian lifestyle. It's just a bit of a – for me, personally, living on a houseboat is a daily battle. You know, you wake up, you're cold, you need to put mm. the wood burner on, get the, get the fire lit. It, it's like surviving the elements. It's like, you know, you don't just sit and – Put the TV on in, in in a house, but yeah, she seems to be enjoying it. Yeah, and she's seventeen. She's doing that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, in, in a way, it's good. I didn't want her to do it for 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 uh, various reasons because of age. But you know, I now come round to the idea. I'm like, maybe this is good. She's yes, she's seventeen, but maybe this keeps her sort of busy. She's like battling with bits and bobs on the mm. boat. If she was sat in a small flat. You know, people can, the, I don't know, the aging process can creep in on you quicker if you're sat in an armchair eight hours a day. Yeah, I think you're right. That, yeah. that I having so, lived in a house where <clears throat> you had to get up in the morning, make the fire, you know, the house is freezing and mm. yeah, it does, it does get you going in the morning. I think, yeah, being, you know, I've, I've seen firsthand what happens to people when they're surrounded by, a chair that will push them up, a bed that will push them up, a stair lift. Yeah. And then suddenly you, you get to a point where your muscles don't work anymore. I think as worrying as it might be, cause it's your mum and she's a, you know, she's an older woman. Yeah. I think this is, I think this might be, might be the making of her mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've, ha I've had to spin it so that to look at the positives rather than the negatives, but you know, for the time mm. being good on her. Why, why the, why the hell not? Yeah. Is she quite like that? Like having living living down that way, having you know been around Glastonbury, the actual town, not the not the not necessarily the festival. It is quite kind of crystals and, and yeah, yeah. I, I've got I've got a, quite a lot of material about crystals and incense and dream catchers, um, which I do on stage. But my my mum is definitely um, sort of quite eccentric and bohemian. Um, mm. She's moved house you know, I, I want to say eight, nine times since she split from the, my dad. And, and one, yeah, she like lived in India for a couple of years when I was about 18, 19. Oh, wow. um, and then she came back. Um, and now, yeah, the final move, not the final move. Jesus Christ. Um, but, she, but she's, yeah, on a houseboat now. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> yeah. How did you find it? When you when your mum and dad split up, how was it? Was it was it kind of like, oh yeah, well that's it's a good thing, or did you struggle with it? I know no, some people I, have different experiences. Yeah, I think I was just young enough to be slightly unawares, so I was probably ten years old, I'm mm. guessing, and my brother was twelve, so he he felt it much more. He 
was really in the thick of it. I was a bit unaware. I was like, oh, right, we're going to, oh, so we've got, we, we, we've kind of got two houses now. Or, and, and what, does that mean we get two Christmases and two bunches of presents? You know, and th- that was where my head was at, you know, <laughs> you know self-centered, course, yeah. self-centered little narcissist. Um, you know, like 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 a lot of kids. <laughs> um, yep. Yep. But yep. but but as as I got older, you know, mum and dad so very different now, and we could never imagine them together anymore. It was meant to be, oh, really? or, or not, or not meant to be. You know, they, they they can they they get on now. They talk, but they they were just they, they were just kind of going down different different lanes in their life, and you know, not meant to be together. Yeah. No, but yeah, but yeah, but your so your dad's not as bohemian as your mum. No, my my dad sort of you know my dad's um, not as bohemian at all. He's an he's an antique dealer from Somerset. So do you remember Lovejoy? Yeah, I do remember Lovejoy. Yes, (laughs) he might he might be a bit like Lovejoy. He just sort of you know loves loves a sort of dinner dinner party. Loves an antique. bit of a character loves a glass of red wine um but he's he but oh, he's yeah. like lived in his house lived in his house for 30 years you know he's always at the end end of the phone it's a bit bit more stable and less bohemian yeah <laughs> so do you think you've got a mixture of the two you've got like the kind of stable and the bohemian quite a nice mixture i i think i've got a nice mixture of them both but I, i'm more like my dad in terms of like you've got to work you know you've got to you've got to be working all the time and um you know keep busy keep socializing see your friends um that's i mean that's that was an impression of my dad but um yeah i'm more like my, like, <laughs> like my dad but I, I, you know, I love my mum. she's 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 partial to a crystal um you, you spotted that yeah <laughs> It's, I think it must be, it's just something about being from that neck of the woods. My nan, my dad's mum, my dad's side of the family are from Newton Abbott and from down that way. Yeah. So there's always been kind of talk of spiritualism and crystals. And, and then the mother of my first children, Lisa, her family, they're all spiritualists and they're all mm. crystals and things like that. And then I see, and then uh, Kate's mum. You know, uh, her, her, we go to her mum's place in Shepton Mallet, and there's crystals and there's cards. Every, I, there's a there's a box of chakra cards, and it just makes me laugh every time I walk past it. I just go chakra cards, chakra cards, like chakra, chakra cards. Chakra cards, chakra cards. <laughs> so, so do you think that it, do you think there's a connection with sort of middle aged white women? maybe single who are into these sort of um card shaka cards or crystals a bit more than the average person i think there's a definite connection <laughs> with there's a lot of i've got friends of mine that are they are very much into crystals and and spiritualism and tarot and, mm. and things like that and i think it's a I think it's it's a it's a it's a it's a thing that keeps them positive. It's like a belief in a in yeah, and, and we all need that, which so, is what, what keeps you going. Yeah, one of one of my first jobs in Somerset was working in a crystal warehouse, and there it was just like quite a big warehouse, and it had all these 
thousands of different types mm. of crystal crystals and i would have to read the orders box up the orders and then because it was a local sort of business it, all the orders were you know five five minutes down the road so i would then get in my car and deliver these crystals and you know it would literally be middle-aged white women uh, called denise and i would be like mm. hi denise here, here's your crystal order um give them to them and then i'd be like yeah good luck getting the kids back because uh, you know they will be quite eccentric but yeah but yeah it was fun yeah there was a lot of that and it, yeah the crystal warehouse was a funny job that i did for a few months yeah and the place oh, must have been buzzing with all those different crystals with all their different powers the place yeah must have and been i didn't i didn't think of that like, like the, ener the energy factory. in there yeah <laughs> It must have been all over the place because that one's for positivity, that one's for something else, and that one's for just chaos. Maybe, no maybe that's you, what you need maybe, to leave. Yeah, maybe that's where I got my ADHD from, that crystal warehouse. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's nice. It's, I think it's lovely that to, when people find something to believe in because mm. it's so easy to, to, to go the other way. I know personally, very recently... I was talking to uh, Fatia Al Ghori at, at a gig recently. Yeah, I just said to her, "I said, you know what? I said I've let the, I have let the bitterness get in a little bit lately. I've mm. let the bitterness in, and yep. and I just needed to have a word with myself. And it gets to, we're only human, aren't we? Happens. Yeah, I think it can creep in, and that's perfectly normal. And we just need to have a little break, a little, you know little word with ourselves, take a little rest and a little holiday or something. If, we, if we're lucky enough to do that. Yeah. 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 I think it's that, I think it's difficult because it's especially like, because what we do is so reliant on social media. Mm. It's very difficult sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, Oh God, I just want to stop looking at my phone for a minute. Yep. You know, and it, it's, and it looks like you're not doing anything. Like, and I know with, again, with, with Kate, she'd be like, can you just grab this? Can you just grab that? And I'm like, oh yeah. And it, but it just looks like I'm just texting. Doom, <laughs> doom scrolling. You know, yeah. And I'm not. It's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, she will say, like we do say to each other, like, are you actually doing something or are you, or are you just, are you just doom scrolling and upsetting yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, come on. You have, I think that's it. Communication. You have to actually say to each other, like, are you doing something productive or are you self-sabotaging and hurting yourself? <laughs> yeah. I mean, screen time. I we, I think we all need to get our screen screen time down. It's, uh, it's an embarrassment looking at my numbers on there. Yeah. The days and weeks that I've wasted but just it's scrolling. Easy. Yeah. But it's difficult, isn't it? Like you say, because especially with the lovely boys becoming so popular, it's you know you're interested and you want to see it doing well. So you're always, mm. you know, you put a video up and straight away, you're like, oh, I want to, is it doing as well as the other videos we've just done? Is it? And you get caught up in the machine. Yeah, I I, I remember when we we did this sketch and it kind of went a bit mad on TikTok. It was me in a sort of glass box screaming and it was like a, a seven second yes. sketch and I, I don't know why but it went mad and it got like 60 million views on tiktok wow. and i remember that that week i was just i, I was fucked i was like oh, getting my phone out every 
20 seconds because it was just going shoom like that i was like checking everything i was like i could not put my phone down and my i don't know i was just i was just it was just yeah hours and hours and hours spent checking it checking the comments checking numbers you know it it was not not a relaxing week i was like but yeah (laughs) <laughs> see that's it, isn't it that's what we want you want that you want that because it that will then as it has it will lead on to good things but the stress mm. when it happens because you yeah yeah it's a funny old it's a funny old thing we've got ourselves caught up in that you just you, it's yeah as you say if you get a minute to just come away from it just for a bit just you know just go for a walk around the park or just have a cup of tea. I don't know. Just something. Just try and use it. Don't let it use you, which it does use me regularly. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you find it exhausting sometimes? You must do. Like you've just yeah. said, you go, like, oh, I just want to. Yeah, I, I do. A hundred percent. It's like, I, I love filming and editing the sketches with Ben, but it's like, you know, the time in between when I'm just sort of at home and, Mate, I I scroll a lot, yeah. Just just and make, uh, yeah. Like you said, upsetting myself by comparing. I I I actually I mute a lot of other comedians. Not not not. It's nothing personal. I just try and like limit the amount of stuff mm. that I see. Like oh, they're doing that venue. Oh, they they've got that gig or whatever. You know, I, I find it quite stressful. So I yeah. do mute quite a lot of comedians. Actually, I don't know if that's common. I'm. I think it is common. I think it is. And, and like, as you say, it's nothing to do. It's not personal. It's, mm. I have nothing but love and admiration for everybody. It's just, it's that. You, it, and that's what was happening. That's why I had to mute people because, I, I like I said, I let the bitterness get in. I'm like, oh, mm. what? what? Is it because I'm older? Is it because of this? It was, and then yep. I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're, you're flat out, Rich. You're busy. You're doing the gigs. Mm. You've, got, you've got a podcast. You've got these other podcasts. You're doing things. What you? What is it? You, and you go, oh, it's just I'm getting caught up in that, yep. in that shit. Yeah, yeah. And the moment I admitted it was the moment I went, it started to feel better. Wow, that's great. Oh, I'm being that guy. It's good yeah, you, good but I'm with you, man. It. I've I've muted loads of people, and yeah, and I've muted loads of people as well. So, and mm. if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, because you've muted me as well. <laughs> 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 oh. no, it is, um, like like what you were saying earlier know. about the camaraderie and you know we're all in a group together it is massively massively that yeah. with, with with stand-up but it is also pretty solitary and we are all on our solo quests or missions to get um yeah. to certain points or to certain levels and you know so it's a, it's a mixture of teamwork and completely fighting alone here yeah True. I think that's that might be that maybe why that might cause some problems as well. Because as you say, we're in our little universe, as we said, but also you're on your own. Bizarre position to be in. Carnage. <laughs> so what's next for Will Robbins? What's happening, Will? Um, no, I do, do, do. Yeah, yeah, so we're doing the Lovely Boys sketch show, Radio 4. We, we've got four episodes. That will be coming out in June. So we've got to start recording in April, which will be fun. Um, yeah, probably going to do Edinburgh 
but apart from that, it's just Brilliant. apart from that, it's just keep doing the lovely boys sketches because that is what makes me happy and that's when I'm feeling at my funniest it's when I'm laughing the most um so that's what feels the best in terms of comedy uh so more of that basically grow the followers work with more people get more people in the sketches do you know it's funny I, I, I was about to say I love it when I see other people from other play other sketches involved like I saw you uh, with Joe Jacobs and yes, um, Tom Ward, yeah, and I've, yeah, yeah, and uh, Tom Ward. That was it, and it just I was like, oh, that's nice. It's like you, it's like seeing your favorite bands doing a doing a mashup. It's like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah it's, nice, yeah, that works. So we we obviously did so many, just me and Ben, and then we were like, right, okay, let's open up the world, and we just want to, yeah, we want to get as many people in them as possible. This isn't a closed unit. You know, just, you know, we want to work with anyone and everyone. Just open it up, make it a little Brilliant. family. Yeah. Lovely. What a lovely way to yeah. finish. Thank you, Will. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Where can we find you on the socials? Instagram at Willie with a Y Robbins double B. And um, the lovely boys is uh, Instagram at the lovely boys underscore or TikTok. It's just at the lovely boys. Lovely. Thank you so much, Will. Been Thanks a real for having pleasure. me on, Rich. That uh, was good luck with everything. Oh, mate, it's lovely. You're such an easy man to talk to. It's been beautiful. Um, this has been uh, Insane in the Membrane. That has been Will Robbins. I am always Rich Wilson, and we will see you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk Shooting, live streaming and podcast production.